Apostle Mrs. Leanne Kofi, the founder and general overseer of the Lord's Garden Ministries, a ministry which is focused on bringing back the glory of God into the lives of people who have been battered by the world. She's a healing apostle and ministers powerfully to break people free from demonic oppressions. We believe you'll be blessed as you listen to today's word. Now, today's word. Call upon you, O oh God, and Lord, fill every heart and every mind this morning. Spirit of the living God, come upon us, O oh God. Renew us, O oh God. Revive us one more time. Receive the worship, O oh God, of your people, Lord, this morning. We come before your throne of grace, O oh Lord, to worship you come to glorify your name O God and bring to you O God our sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving we present before you Lord our worship O God let it rise before your throne as a sweet smelling incense my God be glorified O God in this service and be glorified in all that we do this morning be glorified Lord in the lives of your people we thank you Lord thank you Jesus we thank you we give you praise this morning have your way in Jesus name Amen Glory to the name of the Lord Jesus Beloved you are welcome to the Lord's Garden Ministries Church Without Walls and we thank God for this great Sunday morning, we thank God for his grace upon your lives thank God for his power that has kept you, the Bible says that we are kept by the power of God and we thank God that he is both the author and the finisher of our faith it is in him we live we move and we have our being and so this morning you are welcome and just be joyful in his presence because whenever you come into the presence of god you have this great assurance that you will never leave the presence of the lord the same there will definitely be a change his word will come to you in the fullness of his spirit and that will bring that needed change into your life this morning I'm ministering on God's protection. The people of this world go seeking protection from so many places. You hear people going here, there, everywhere seeking protection. Consult all kinds of people and places. But beloved, real and true protection comes from the Lord. He is the father of all spirits. He created all spirits and everything that is in the world and if you will be protected from harm from destruction it is only him who has power to prevent that amen this morning beloved in a time and in a season where there's so much fear because of this COVID pandemic and all kinds of things are bringing up anxiety stress and financial stresses the the the, the fear that has gripped many hearts can only be brought down by the entrance of the word of God which is the game changer amen so this morning I bring you the word of God on God's divine protection and our need to trust in the protection of God rather than in anything else rather than in man or in anything else praise the Lord and this morning I pray that may the Spirit of God speak through this vessel of clay to you amen 
Reading from the book of 2 Chronicles chapter 16, the verse 1 to 12, Bible says that in the 6th and 30th year of the reign of Asabasha, king of Israel, came to came up against Judah. So that means the, the reign of Asa, Basha the king of Israel came up against Judah and built Ramah to the intent that he might let no one go out or come in to Asa the king of Judah. That means that he laid a siege around them. And then Asa brought out silver and gold out of the treasure of the house of the Lord and the king's house and sent to Ben-Hadad king of Syria that dwelt at Damascus saying, there's a league between me and thee, as there was between my father and your father. Behold, I've sent thee silver and gold. Go, break thy league with Basha, king of Israel, that he may depart from me. And Ben-Hadad hearkened unto King Asa, and sent the captains of his armies against the cities of Israel. And they smote Ajon, and Dan, and Abel-Mam, and all the store cities of Naphtali. And it came to pass, when Basha heard it, that he left off building Ramah and let his work cease. Then Asa the king took all Judah and they carried away the stones of Ramah and the timber thereof, wherewith Basha was building, and he built there with Giba and Mizpah. At that time, Hanani the seer came to Asa the king of Judah and said to him, Because you have relied on the king of Syria and on the host of Syria and not relied on the Lord your God, where therefore is the host of the king of Syria escaped out of thy hand? Were not the Ethiopians and the Lubims a huge host with very many chariots and horsemen? Yet because you did rely on the Lord, he delivered them into your hand. For the eyes of the Lord go to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on behalf of them whose heart is perfect towards him. Therein you have done foolishly. Therefore from henceforth, Thou shalt have wars. Then Asa was wroth with the seer and put him in prison. <clears throat> For he was in a rage with him because of this thing. And Asa oppressed some of the people at the same time. And behold, the acts of Asa, first and last, lo, they are written in the book of the kings of Judah and Israel. And Asa, in the thirtieth and ninth year of his reign, was diseased in his feet until his disease was exceedingly great. Yet in his disease, he sought not the Lord, but to the physicians. This is an account of a king who departed from seeking God's protection to seeking the protection of men. You know, sometimes it's hard to believe, but this is the story with a lot of believers, even believers. They begin well, but in the face of crisis, in a time of trouble, in a time when they think that the enemy is gaining ground or that which is against them is too much for them, what happens is that they seek to other things. They seek to idols. They seek to all kinds of powers. Asa, King Asa began very well. Indeed, he did in the beginning what was good and right in the sight of the Lord. In Second Chronicles chapter 14, the verse 2 and the verse 4 to 6 and 6 to 7, Bible says, and Asa did which, that which was good and right in the eyes of the Lord his God. And he commanded Judah to seek the Lord God of their fathers and to do the law and commandment. And he built fenced cities in Judah for the land had rest. And he had no war in those years because the Lord had given him rest. 
Therefore he said to Judah, Let us build these cities and make them about walls and towers and gates and bars while the land is yet before us. Because we have sought the Lord our God, we have sought him, and he has given us rest on every side. So they built and they prospered. This is an account of the beginning of Asa's reign. He did that was that which was right in the sight of the Lord. He removed the altars of strange gods from the land. He broke down the high places, broke down the images, the idol images and the high in the places where people went to worship idols. He cut down the groves of Baal. He did well. He did that which was right in the sight of God. And he commanded the whole nation of Judah to seek God and to do the law of God and God's commandment. And Bible says in that time when he sought the Lord, when he relied on God for everything, for his protection, for his preservation, it was well with him. And it was well with his land. Bible says Judah had rest from wars. There was no war. Amen. And they prospered. The nation prospered. The people prospered. Then in 2 Chronicles chapter 14, the verse 6, we read that he built fence cities in Judah. For the land had rest and he had no war. The Lord gave him rest. But then something happened. In a time of war where Bible says that Ethiopians came up against him in war and Asa had 300 men and bows and shields and 280 men of war. Zerah, who was the captain of the Ethiopians, had a million men and 300 chariots. Can you compare 280 men, 80,000 men, 300 men with bows and arrows and Zerah, the Ethiopian, he had a million men and 300 chariots. Clearly, Asa and Judah were outnumbered. When we talk about um, power, weapons of war, they, they were outnumbered. And by Bible says, in that time, Asa cried out unto the Lord. That means he relied on God for protection. He, he made God his trust. Bible says he cried unto the Lord his God and said, Lord, it is nothing with thee to help with many or with few or with them that have no power. Say, help us, O Lord our God, for we rest on thee, and in thy name we go against this multitude. O Lord, thou art God. Let no man prevail against you. So the Bible says, so the Lord smote the Ethiopians before Asa and before Judah, and the Ethiopians fled. A million men fled before a few men. Three hundred chariots fled before men who were on foot with bows and arrows. Clearly, this was not a physical warfare. It was a spiritual battle. And God won the battle for Asa. Somebody trusting in the Lord today for God to win your battles. Put your hands together and give the Lord a mighty clap offering wherever you are. Amen. And Bible says Asa and his people pursued the Ethiopians to Gerar. And the Ethiopians were overthrown. And they could not recover themselves. For they were destroyed before the Lord and before his host. And the people of Judah carried away much spoil. They took the things that belong to the Ethiopians. This is what happens when we trust in God, when we make God our trust, when we trust in the protection of God. Amen. There's no protection anywhere, beloved, that supersedes the protection of God. Don't let anybody deceive you. Don't let anybody lie to you. Amen. And Bible says the spirit of the Lord came upon Azariah, the son of Oded, in 2 Chronicles chapter 15. And he went out to meet Asa and said to him, Hear me, Asa. 
and all Judah and Benjamin. The Lord is with you while you be with him. And if you seek him, he will be found of you. But if you forsake him, he will forsake you. Beloved, I'm talking to you this morning about God's protection. In this time, people are seeking powers. People are seeking idols. People are seeking enchantments and divinations and sorcery. Beloved, don't get caught in it. People are seeking such for all kinds of power, political power, you know, power for the office, power for wealth, and all. And we have heard it doesn't end well. Amen. If you cannot, by dint of hard work and honesty, get wealth, how can somebody say, come and I will make you wealth by occult or spiritual means? Beloved, whenever you enter into any of these things, you are finding trouble for yourself. And so, Bible says, and so they entered into covenant to seek the Lord God, the Lord God of their fathers with all their heart and with all their souls. And whosoever would not seek the Lord, Asa commanded that that person should be put to death, whether great or small, man or woman. Amen. And all Judah rejoiced in this oath, in this covenant they had with God, for they are sworn with all their heart and sought him with their whole desire. And he was found of them. And the Lord gave them rest round about. And also concerning Makad, the mother of Asa the king, he removed her from being queen because she had made an idol, even his own mother, who had resorted to idol worship and made a place of idol worship. He removed her from being queen. Amen. And he cut down her idol, stamped it, and bent it by the book Kidron. And there was no more war until the fifth and thirtieth year of King Asa. In the 15th year of his reign, that is when things began to change. Amen. That is when things began to change. I pray for you, beloved, that if you say you have received Jesus as your Lord and your Savior, and you are worshiping and serving God, you will serve him to the end. You rely on him for divine protection, for protection, for provision, for everything to the end. Don't get caught up in seeking idols. Don't get caught up. In seeking things that cannot really help you amen because there's no power on earth beyond the power of our God he's the omnipotent God all-powerful God and so don't shake don't be afraid sometimes people resort to other powers when they think that God is being slow <laughs> somebody said God is being slow but Bible said God is not slow amen he's not slack concerning his promises as some think Amen. God is not slack. He's not lazy. Neither is he slow. He comes in his time. And when he comes, it is powerful. Sometimes the enemy thinks that they are gaining ground and they are winning. But beloved, God has set a time where he will come in and he will prove himself to be God. This morning, beloved, I pray for you and I pray for your family. That may God prove himself as your God, the God who watches over you, the God who preserves you, the God who is your covenant God, the God who keeps you. May he prove himself in your life. Hallelujah. Asa's heart turned from the Lord to trusting men. He's turned, his heart was turned from the Lord in trusting men. And that is when Hananiah said to him that, listen, even when you face the Ethiopians, God helped you. There were a million men. But we always have to remember the things God has done in the past. The victories he's won for us. So in the time of adversity, you don't faint. You don't fear. 
Because if God did it before, he will surely do it again. And he says that for the eyes of the Lord run through and fro throughout the whole world, seeking those whose hearts are turned towards him. Beloved, God knows our hearts. God knows the things that are done in secret. God knows the things that are done in darkness. So sometimes you find a believer, could even be a church elder, could even be a pastor, consulting. After church, they'll put their chicken under their cloth and they are going to consult. Bible says the eyes of the Lord run through and through the whole earth, seeking whom, whose heart is turned towards him, that he will show himself strong on their behalf. God's eyes are upon those whose hearts are turned towards him. Those who have put their faith in God. Those who have believed God for his protection, for his preservation. Beloved, those who put their trust in the Lord, Bible says, they are like Mount Zion, which can never be shaken, nor be moved, but abide forever. When you put your trust and your confidence in the protective power of God, beloved, nothing will shake you. Nothing will move you. A million army can come against you, but your life will be spared. Your life will be protected. Bible says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not onto your own understanding. Because our understanding is little or small compared to that which God knows. Amen. You see things differently from how God sees things. Sometimes you see, you know, the cup empty. But God sees it full because he's filled it. And if only you have the faith and the confidence and the courage to wait upon God, you will see it filled and overflow. Bible says in all our ways, we ought to acknowledge God as God. Amen. And he will direct our paths. Amen. God will direct your paths. Put your trust in God's divine protection and power. Don't go for amulets and charms. It, 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 it is funny. You know, I remember many years ago, there was a serious rainstorm somewhere between um, Pong and Akusombo and there's a village there. I don't want to mention the name of the village for no good reason. And it was raining heavily and the local fetish priest's house was on the slope. And so the, 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 the water was coming from the mountains and you know taking away things. You know, you know how floods go. And his idols made with mud and, 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 and sticks and iron. You know, were being washed away. You know how rain can wash away mud? <laughs> they, were, they were more or less melting. And he was running, catching, trying to grab them. Then they she say, catch this one for me. Because he had many. And these idols were being overturned. Those of wood were just rolling down in the water. And he was busy running to, to catch them from being taken away by the water. Grab them. And his children were running helter-skelter with him. Look at that. How sensible is that? A God who you think will protect you, you have to protect them from just water, rain. But yet, men of stature, men and women supposedly of wisdom, will go and bow down to these things. Things that have been made with the hands of men. The Bible says that we, we take a piece of wood, we cut down a tree, use part of it to cook, and the other part, we, we make, we carve it, and we worship it. We carve into an idol piece, and you bow down to, you pour libation, you bow down to it, and say, this is my God. Meanwhile, you use half of that same wood to, to cook, to fry your fish. How sensible is that? Wherein lies the power? 
If we are talking about demonic power demons, they are all created by God. All spirits are created by God. What power is above the power of God? This morning, I don't know why I'm preaching this word, but I believe that there's somebody you are listening to me and your heart is being turned away from God. But God wants to save you. God wants to deliver you. I believe that there are people whose hearts are being turned into other things, onto other things, but God wants to deliver you. And God wants to show you the right way. Said in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. Proverbs 3, 5 to 7. Hallelujah. Beloved, the righteous are guaranteed divine protection. Bible says that the Lord knows those who are his and he protects them. God knows his own. And if you are for God, beloved, trust in God. He will protect you. And even if it's to death, keep on trusting. Because you know something? Life does not end at death. The fear of death is so strong upon man that man will do anything. And sometimes the things that we will bow down to and do because of fear of death rather brings you to eternal damnation. If you will die, die in the Lord. Amen. Because after and therein you will find life, eternal life. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Don't, don't let your, your heart fear. Don't let your heart tremble at the, the, the attack of the enemy. Amen. When Moses and the children of Israel came out um, from the Red Sea, they, they sang a song unto the Lord. And in the verse 5 of Exodus chapter 15, he said, the depths covered them. The, the Egyptians, they sank to the bottom of the sea. These were mighty, mighty war warriors with chariots. Pharaoh and his horsemen and his chariots, Bible says thereof, mighty and plenteous in number. And look at these slaves who had been, you know, bound for over 400 years, tattered, broken, sick, some of them were at that time. But praise God that he led them through 40 years and he strengthened them. Listen, they were clearly outnumbered, clearly outpowered, but God's power proved that he is their God. So I'm telling you that if you belong to God, it doesn't matter the size of the wicked. He will deliver you. The enemy may think that he can destroy. He said, the Pharaoh's army said, I will divide. I will, I will pursue them. I will draw my sword. My hand will, will, will destroy them. But God sits in heaven and he laughs when the enemy makes all these declarations. I will do this. I will do that. Who is the enemy before God? Who is mightier than God? It is God in whom we trust. God sank Pharaoh and his army as lead in the sea. The enemy will always have a plan of destruction. But you know something? Don't let it worry. That's his job. You know, when somebody's job is to kill, to steal, and to destroy, definitely that's all that he will do. Amen. But don't be fearful. And don't be discouraged because of the threats or the advancement of the wicked. Amen. Bible said there are many devices in a man's heart, but at the end of the day, it is the counsel of the Lord that will stand. Amen. Many devices in men's heart, but it's the counsel of the Lord that will stand. Not the devices of the wicked. It is the counsel of the Lord that will stand. Amen. David said, I've been young and now I'm old. I've never seen the righteous forsaken or his seed begging bread. We often speak that scripture in, in relation to provision. But listen. He said, the righteous are never forsaken. God is with you. 
Amen. Whilst you yet be with him. That is what Hanani told Asa. That whilst you are with God, God will be with you. If you forsake him, he will forsake you. But we must trust in the Lord. You know, rest upon the Lord. Stay steadfast, unmovable, and unshakable. Amen. In the face of the advancement of the wicked. Asa began well in trust. He did well. But with time, his focus and his trust changed. He panicked. Don't panic. Tell your daughter, your son, or your husband, or your wife, don't panic. Amen. Don't shift. Don't waver. He left the trust in God to trusting in men. Why? Number one, because of fear. The Bible says the fear of man brings a snare. Amen. And whoever puts his trust in the Lord will be saved. But the fear of man will always bring a snare, will bring a trap. Amen. Don't be afraid of what man will do. Don't, don't, don't panic because of what man will do. He was afraid. And it was his fear that turned his heart away from God. But God says, listen to this in Isaiah 51, 12 to 30. He said, I, even I, I am he that comforted you. Who art thou that thou should be afraid of men that shall die? And the son of man which shall be made as grass. And forget your maker that has stretched forth the heavens and laid the foundations of the earth and has feared continually every day because of the fear of the oppressor as if he were ready to destroy. And he said, and where is the fury of the oppressor? Why are you afraid of witches and wizards? And I'm afraid this and this person is after me and that is after me. Listen, God says that we, we should fear God, not man. Because man is ready to die. <laughs> man will die. But God abides forever. Put your trust and confidence in the protective power of God. And cry out unto the Lord. Bible says, when I cry out unto thee, then shall my enemies be turned back. Because God is with me. Do you believe that God is with you? If you do, then know that he will definitely protect you. He will preserve you. Asa also trusted in his own strength. There are some who trust in their own strength. My strength has gotten me this. My connection has done this. Oh, I know that person. I know that person. Listen, it is not about who you know. It is not about your strength. Amen. Asa thought that he had silver and he had gold. And with his silver and his gold, he could buy protection. So Bible says he took out the silver and the gold out of the treasures of the house of the Lord. And the king's house. The treasures in God's house. Listen. And the king's house. Can you imagine taking the treasures that are in God's house? That means that you feel that God cannot protect you. So you take out that which you have dedicated to God. Everything in the house of God, including the house of God, is dedicated unto the Lord and belongs to God. You can't take the things of God and offer it to idols. You cannot. But he took the treasures, the things that had been dedicated to God, and the, the, the treasures that were in the king's house, and Bible says he sent to Ben-Hadad, king of Syria, that dwelt in Damascus. And listen to what he said. There's a league between me and thee, as was between your father and my father. Behold, I've sent you silver and gold. Go, break thy lead with Basha, king of Israel, that he may depart from me. So he went thinking that his wealth could protect him. He could use silver and gold to buy the alliance of Basha and be protected. He took that which was in the house of God. 
Sometimes you take that which God has given you. The God who gave you money, you take that money. Some won't pay tight, but they'll take money and go to an occultist. They'll take that same money and go to a fetish or whatever, whatever they are believing in. Don't trust in your own strength because your own strength will fail. It is not of your strength. No. Uh, waking up this morning, beloved, it is not of your strength. Some people go to check up and say, oh, the, the doctor has given me a clean bill of health. And the doctor says, oh, with this clean bill of health, I have uh, at least 50 years. You are joking. Have you not seen people with clean bill of health just fall down and die? It happens. People with the cleanest bills of health, nothing. And they die and, and the autopsy, they just have to say um, cardiac arrest. They have to say something. And definitely, of course, if you die, your heart will stop. So that's an arrest, isn't it? When they can't find anything because there was nothing, nothing to have killed you, but the person just died. So it's not about your clean bill of health. It's not about how much you can, you know, um, jog. And, I mean, exercise, Bible says, profiteth a little. Healthy habits, perfect. You prolong your life. But listen, when it comes to the issues and the matters of life and death, they rest in the hands of the spirit giver, the one who gives life, the one who sustains life, and the only one who has the power to take life. He is God. So stop relying on your strength. Stop relying on your strength, thinking that you are you. You are not. Nobody is. It is by grace that we live. If we are alive today, it is just pure grace. It is not by your strength. Psalm 33, the 16 to 21 says that there is no king saved by the multitude of a host. A mighty man is not delivered by much strength. A horse is a vain thing for safety. Neither shall he deliver any by his great strength. Behold, the eyes of the Lord, again, he says, is upon them that fear him and upon them that hope in his mercy to deliver their soul from death and to keep them alive in famine. The eyes of the Lord are upon them that hope in his mercy, who fear him, that he will deliver their souls from death and he will keep them alive even the time of famine. A few days ago, somebody sent me a picture of um, a gentleman I know who had been involved in an accident. And if you look at the car, look at how the car had been totaled, the degree of the wreckage, there's no reason why anybody would think, even think, that somebody came out of that car alive. But he, he's alive. He came out alive. I'm telling you something this morning, beloved. It is God who protects. He said he will deliver you in six troubles. Yes, in seven, no evil shall befall you. Somebody received that word this morning. God will deliver you. He will deliver your life from destruction. He will deliver your soul from destruction. Hallelujah. He will preserve you. He will protect you. He will help you. Amen. He said he will deliver your soul from death and keep you alive even in time of famine. And so the Bible goes on to say, so our soul waits on you, O Lord, for he is our help and he is our shield. Beloved, your help comes from God. Amen. He is the shield of defense that covers your life, that shields you from the fairy darts of the wicked and from the arrows 
of the enemy. It is him. He is your shield. Amen. And as the Bible says, it's not by might, nor by power, but by the spirit of God. Amen. It is not by might. It is not by power. Our, we, we ought to have total reliance on God for divine protection and divine preservation. In this COVID time, people are so fearful. You know, people can't even sleep. Some are really in terror. You, you'll be surprised. But you see, it is God who will still protect us. It is God who will preserve you. You observe all the safety measures. You have to. That is wisdom. Amen. God also gives us wisdom. And we must apply wisdom to everything. And so the safety measures, your mask, sanitizing, wash of hands and all that. It's good. It's very good. You ought to do it. Somebody said, oh, now they've opened up everything so COVID is no more. That's a joke. That's a joke. Don't play with your life. Amen. Don't put your life at risk. Observe all the safety measures. Save, save social distance. Everything. Amen. It's wisdom. And over all that, we come to the place where the word of God says that he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And we will say of the Lord, he is our refuge and our fortress, our God in whom we trust. We dwell in him. His abiding, overshadowing presence will protect you and preserve your life. Amen. Beloved, it is better to put your trust in the Lord than in princes. If only you knew how deceptive people can be. People are so deceptive, it's not even funny. Somebody can be saying something to you, but in their hearts is the total opposite. And that is why I pray all the time to the Lord, give me a heart that discerns the hearts of men. Because the Bible says the heart of man is desperately wicked and deceitful above all things. And when I say that, everyone, amen, your trust should be in God. Amen. Your trust ought to be in God. Who facilitated Samson's problem and his defeat? Was it not Delilah, a woman who lay in his bosom? And so, beloved, put your confidence in God for God to protect you, for God to preserve you. Stop running helter-skelter. You are just wearing yourself out. And be careful of fear mongers, people who always put fear in you or around. You know, good news doesn't sell. No, no, good news doesn't sell. Bad news sells. News that inflict fear, they sell. Go to a new stance and you see. Lion attacks village near Accra. And when you read the story, <laughs> it's nothing like that. It could be a man dreamt that a lion was in a village near Accra. <laughs> But there was a lion attacks village in Accra or near Accra. Read the story. Tell your wife or your daughter, whoever you are with in that room, read the story. You must read the story, not the caption. Amen. Because the story will tell you that somebody, after a bowl of fufu and palm soup, slept and had a dream that a lion was on the rampage near Accra. And told somebody, and that's a story. Read the story. And the story I'm talking to you this morning about is the story of the good news of Jesus Christ. The story of the word of God. 
that tells you that puts your confidence and your trust in the Lord for he is your shield and he is your defense lift up your eyes not onto the hills because your 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 help does not come good. people think that oh I will lift up my eyes to the hills that my help comes from the hill no 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 in those days the hills were the places where there was idol worship the groves and and the places of idol worship were in the hills and so the psalmist said that my help does not come from the hills. I will lift up my eyes. But that's not where my help My help comes from the Lord, the one who created the heavens and the earth. Beloved, this morning, I bring you this word, that your help comes from the Lord. And the strength that you have comes from the Lord. And the Bible says that the help of Israel does not fail. God will not fail you. He protects his own against those who are not his own. The same cloud that and light of uh, a pillar of fire that gave Israel light to see their way clear to walk in the wilderness on the backside was darkness to the Egyptians that pursued them the same pillar pillar of cloud went before them by day and by night and stood before them and also behind them gave them light but to their enemies it was darkness this morning I'm telling you something God will protect you God will preserve you. He said he will give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. The angel of the Lord Bible says surround and comes around the dwelling place of the just. God will protect you. Trust in the Lord. Amen. He will protect you. The same angels that delivered Daniel, the same angels that delivered many from danger, God has sent them to protect and to preserve you. Beloved, this morning as I bring this word of God to a close, let your heart not be fearful. Do not be afraid. God has a covenant with your life. And that covenant is made in the blood of his son, Jesus Christ. Jesus shed his blood for your life, for your redemption. So you'll be saved from the power of destruction. Amen. And that blood that was shed on Calvary's cross, was not in vain. It would never be in vain. The covenant that you have with God today through Jesus' blood ensures your preservation and ensures your protection. Hallelujah. And so there's a blood that is speaking for your life daily, whether you're awake or you're asleep. The blood of Jesus is speaking, speaking mercy for you, speaking victory for you, speaking protection for you, speaking preservation for your life. And so, beloved, don't be afraid. God says that his covenant with you, he will not break. Neither will he alter the thing that has come out from his mouth. Whatever God has promised, God will do. And listen, your life is precious in the sight of God. He purchased you with a price, a high price. Not with the price of gold or silver. That's cheap compared to the price of the blood of his own son. The life of the flesh, Bible says, is in the blood. And he purchased your life with the life of his son. If he gave up his son so that you will be saved, will he not preserve that which he has paid dearly for? Even if we as men, when you buy something that you think is so expensive, see how you nurture and care for it. Hide this in a good place. You don't put it in a common place. And that is the same with you. 
God has not left you in a common place to be destroyed or to perish. But he holds you close to his heart and he holds you dear to himself. And by his blood, beloved, you are preserved and you are protected. This morning, you want to lift up your two hands wherever you are. Give the Lord thanks. Begin to thank the Lord as we prepare to come to the table of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We give you glory this morning. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Give the Lord praise this morning. Thank Him that His protective power is upon your life. And this morning you want to once again tell God, the Lord, my trust is in you. I will not put my trust in princes. I will not put my trust in men. I will put my trust in you. I will not put my trust in my own self and in my abilities and what I have or what I don't have. But Lord, I will trust in you. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We give you praise this morning, O God. We abide in you, O God. We dwell in your secret place. Lord, thank you that, Lord, you are our refuge and you are our fortress. Our God in whom we trust, O God. Thank you, Father, that you deliver us, O God, from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. We give you praise this morning, O God, that, Lord, you hide us under your wings, O God. You cover us, O God, with your feathers and under your wings will we trust, O God. Thank you, my God, that there is no terror, my God, that is coming against us by night that we will fear. We will not fear, Lord, because you will protect us and you will shield us, O God. Your word declares that even the night is like day before you, O God. The things that men do in darkness, my God, they are revealed as day to you. We give you thanks, O God, for your power that protects and preserves. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody keep on thanking God and praising God. Lift up your voice and thank God for his divine hand. You will not be afraid of the terror by night or the arrow that flyeth by day. No projection, no arrow against your life will work. Indeed, he says that no weapon formed against your life will prosper. And every tongue that is raised against your life in judgment, you shall condemn. This is the heritage of the children of God. This is our inheritance. That is our right to condemn every tongue that is lifted up in judgment against our lives. Lift up your voice. And as you hear of people dying through this COVID-19 and other issues, beloved, be confident in this. That you will not die, but you will live to declare the good works of the Lord. God will cause you to fulfill the number of your days. You will fulfill the number of your days as you put your trust and your confidence in the Lord. Lift up your voice and thank the Lord. This one we declare over your life that no evil shall befall you. And no plague shall draw nigh your dwelling place. The angels of the Lord encamp around your home and camp around your life. They protect you and your children. Lift up your voice and pray this morning. Thank you, Jesus. We give you glory this morning, O oh God. The Lord, you preserve your people. You protect your people, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We give you thanks this morning. Heavenly Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you that, Lord, you are a sun and a shield unto us. Thank you, my God, that, Lord, you are our defense, our preserver, our protector. You are the one who 
watches jealously over your people. And so Lord, I commit into your hands every life that is part of this service today. That Lord, in your mercy, my God, and in fulfillment of your covenant word to them, protect your people. Protect them, my God, from the fear of the enemy. Protect them against, my God, the wiles of the devil. Protect their lives, oh God, from infirmities and everything that the enemy will throw at them. Deliver their lives from destruction, oh God. Satisfy them, my God, with long life. Show them your salvation. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise this morning. And we thank you, Father, that, Lord, you have sent your Son to die in our place, that we may live. And so this morning, even as we come before your table, as we come before you, Lord, in this communion, we pray, O oh God, that, Lord, let the promises that come to us through the shed blood of your Son be ours. We give you praise and thanks that it is done. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to today's word. Connect with us on our website, www.tlgm.org. Get interactive with Apostle on all social media platforms at Apostle Leanne Coffey.